All right, I am back. And you'll probably can tell I'm chewing gum at this point. So I'm gonna take a little quick drink of water. So anyways, isolating, where were we at? I think I was talking about isolating the objection, right? Um, and I'm, gonna, I'm probably gonna try to post this tonight. But isolating the true objection of what's going on, okay? And when you do that, okay, when you isolate the true objection of what's going on, take it to your sales manager, take it to your finance manager, take it to your floor manager, whoever is in charge of working that deal, take that information to them and have a clear cut idea of what's going on. Because in too many times in the car business, and I'm just telling y'all from my experience, you know, out where I'm at, the salesperson doesn't always have the, the idea of what the objection is, right? Like you just don't know, right? And a lot of it has to do with training. A lot of it has to do with you not asking the particular questions, but you have to isolate what the objection is or all the objections, whether it be payment, price. You know, for instance, today, uh, and I like to use real world, real world experiences, but a customer bought a pre-owned vehicle for, from Hertz, Enterprise, Hertz rental cars or whatnot, and he had a specific dollar amount and he had in mind. And he bought that car. Well, it's not what he wanted. It's not what the features seemed to be. And he's not very happy with it, but he came in and looked at Rangers, um, which mine are brand new, not pre-owned. And we were trying to sell them at a specific price. Well, I went out there and talked to him. And I said, look, is it, is it necessarily about price or is it about payment? And long story short, we went through the whole entire explanation, you know, because I said, for instance, sometimes customers focus so greatly on the price that they're missing the overall payment of what's going on. And so with that being said, I had them kind of narrow everything down for me. And finally, it came down to the fact that it was just specifically about price. It wasn't about payment. It was about price. Nothing more, nothing less. And I isolated that objection. We put him on a different vehicle. And unfortunately, that was still out of his price range. So going on to that, we sit there and we moved over to the pre-owned side. And I don't know if they sold him a car, but I left. But we narrowed it down to the fact that we worked it to the very end in what I believe is to hopefully get a car deal. Now, does that always stand true? No, it doesn't. But guess what? We've done everything we can to try to sell him a car because we isolated every objection. We overcame every hurdle. And it's just he bought a vehicle that he's not happy with at a different dealership. And we found the pain point. He just doesn't like the Chevy Colorado. So with that being said, you know, that's the path you have to walk everybody down to to buy, to, 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 you have to figure out what their pain point is and make sure you make that pain point very painful for them and that you have the solution for them, okay? And that's really what isolating an objection is. It's all it really is, is you finding their pain point and isolate and then, you know, putting ointment on it and, and finding the solution to their problem, okay, guys? Um, but anyways, I'm not going to go on too much further because I don't know how much further I'm into this podcast. But guys, kind of to recap everything that I've kind of gone over. When you sell cars, you're a salesman, okay? You're not an order taker. And the thing is, is when you're selling somebody, don't let them flip the script on you and sell you on why they shouldn't buy a car. You should sell them on all the reasons they should be buying the car from you, on why this is the best time to buy, on why you've done everything to earn their business versus just taking an order. Because, you know, in the, in the car business, yes, we're going to make minis. I do not, do not I'm, not, I'm not oblivious to that. But I will tell you this much. I believe that in the car business, there's still gross and it's still alive. It's just whether or not you're willing to work for it and whether or not you're willing to do the processes and steps to get there. 
So whenever you do go take a pencil out, <clears throat> you know, it's not your job to drop your drawers right away. Um, but do let your do let your sales manager know if you're on like a website price or something like that. But all honesty, guys, make sure you've done everything you can to earn the dollar amount that you've asked for. So when you've picked out the right vehicle, when you've taken over the trade and you've devalued the trade, and you know you've asked for down payment, and you know you've done everything you can, and you finally get to that number, don't let them flip the script on you and become a better salesman on why they shouldn't buy a car. And you should be that salesman that sells them the car that they wanted to buy. Another thing is, guys, make sure you isolate the objections. When you're going back to your manager, your manager is sending you out to do a scavenger hunt to find out where the gold is at or where the, where the prize is at, right? So when you go out there and you don't come back with any information or you don't come back with a roadmap to get him to the, the prize or the treasure, he has no clue how to get there. And your sales manager cannot go out on every turn because you'll never learn how to be a salesman and you'll never learn how to be um, successful in the car business. So you need to learn how to isolate those objections Give your manager the roadmap on how to present a counter pencil or how to pre even present the first pencil because you know what's going on. You've been talking to the customer for a long time. So make sure you come back with a clear, precise way to isolate all the objections and get the customer to buy a vehicle. And last but not least, guys, you know, I can't tell you enough, building all and going back to the very beginning, and this is how you always sell cars, is you build the rapport and the value in the, in the product and get to know your customer. If by the time you get to the sales tower and you ask your manager to take a turn and you don't know where they work, whether they're married, you haven't done your job. You haven't built that rapport and established a common ground of what's going on with you and that customer. So guys, make sure you're doing those things. I, I think, I know it's, it's gonna make you the best person you can be. And besides the point, guys, um, I am gonna be running a marathon on January 19th, so please give me some, uh, um, some words of encouragement and give me some words of encouragement you know, that I, I continue to contain, maintain this sober path that I'm on. <laughs> I know it's kind of silly, but you know, I don't, I don't really, I've never really talked about it too much, but maintain the sober path that I'm on and only drink once a month. And last but not least, what was I going to say? Um, if I haven't made a podcast in a while, hit me up. And guys, the only way I can come up with podcasts sometimes, if y'all give me objections and, and things that I got to come over, hit me up on DM, private message. Anybody that's ever hit me up, I guarantee you, they will tell you that I will get back to you, whether it be in a short time or a long time. I promise I always get back to everybody. So guys, you know I love you. And um, what was I going to hit y'all up with? Oh, if y'all want to learn how to make y'all's own uh, websites, please hit me up. Um, I have a phone sites affiliate account. I will share it with you. I will, I will catch you on the phone. I'll talk to you on how to do it and stuff like that. Um, and it's really easy, really simple. In fact, I went back into the directory and I, and I found some phone sites that were already pre-made. So guys, it's really easy, really cool stuff. Please hit me up because I'm telling you, you generating your own websites in your own leads is going to be the future. You relying on Cap1 mailers, mailers, internet leads, you know, they're capturing the business that everybody wants. You need to ca capture the business that you specifically want. If you want to work with special finance customers, that's great. If you just want to buy trade-ins all day, that's great. If you want to lower somebody's payment, that's great. Those websites allow you to do that, so please hit me up. And the other thing, guys, um, if y'all want to connect with me, connect me on Facebook, T uh, Tony Story, S-T-O-R-I-E, uh, Instagram, at TNCDad2728, and LinkedIn, Tony, in parentheses, Anthony, last name, Story. S-T-O-R-I. Um, if you all find great content and value in this, in this podcast, share it with somebody, private message, DM, text message, whatever it is. Hashtag car sells 101. 
And then the very last thing, guys, is I don't know. I don't know where I was going with this. Hit me up. I don't care. I got. I mean, I need some information. I need. I need content. I need content to sell people. Uh, to give y'all good podcast, guys. But you know, I love y'all. Um, please, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. And like I told y'all in the past, this could be the hardest five-figure business or the easiest six-figure. Once you wrap your mind around that, you'll see what that means. And the very last thing. The very last thing is. I keep on saying the very last thing, but really, no, this is the very last thing. We all win. We all, we all win when we all win. So make sure you're sharing this information. Peace. But hey guys, welcome back to another podcast episode of Car Sales 101. So guys, I'm going to make the best effort possible this year to bring you all three episodes a week. <clears throat> if I don't, it's going to be at least a bare minimum of two. The only problem I have is on Fridays, it's sometimes you don't know what kind of clothes to come up with. And the only way I can come up with good, solid content and information is if y'all are having problems with a close and you don't know what to do, just make sure you hit me up and, you know, I'll see if I can come up with an objection or something like that. Because I tell you right now, guys, I'm at my dealership and things come up on the fly and I want to give you all ideas, <clears throat> but it's almost like I'm explaining to you what's happening. So anyways, long story short, I think this is episode 93. Um, so with that being said, you have 92 more episodes before this. So make sure if you're going to give it a listen, start from the very beginning. Um, you've kind of seen my journey in the car business. You kind of see me get drunk and be sober and stuff like that. And you kind of heard, you know, you kind of watched me, you know, develop in the, <laughs> as of recently. So, um, good news is, um, you know, whether we are making resolutions or not, my resolution for this year is to not drink as much, probably once a month, if that. Um, I've gone about a week without having any alcohol, and I usually went three days out of the week, so if y'all want to consider me an alcoholic, it is what it is. I was probably going through a very depressed state, but I'm back on the high horse of life, and I'm ready to go. So if y'all ever see me go incognito, check on me. Make sure I'm doing okay, guys, because um, I can go down a dark hole pretty good, and I told y'all that in previous podcast episodes. But that's the quick intro right here. If you want to reach out to me, reach out to me on Facebook, Tony Story, S-T-O-R-I-E. On LinkedIn, um, Anthony Story, no, Tony Story, in parentheses, Anthony. So Tony, in parentheses, Anthony, Story, S-T-O-R-I-E. And on Instagram, at TNT Dad 2728 Please hit me up there. Um, you know, I want to grow my Instagram following. Okay, so besides that, um, if you're listening to this podcast, it is January, I think, 3rd, 2020. So um, this is the new year for most of y'all that are listening that have been keeping up with my podcast. Um, I usually on Fridays do a how to or like a close, right? How do you close a customer, right? So um, I'll probably do a commercial on this podcast too because I, I don't know. I'm going to make a little bit of extra money, you know, make some money, make some money, make some money, make some money. Okay, so and guys, real quick, I know that I'm kind of being goofy and stuff like that, but if you get good content, good information and content out of this podcast, please share it with anybody. Uh, reach out to them, give it to them um, via text message, DM, private message. 
somebody that you know that's either needing to learn or has been in the business for a while and they're just in a slump, just give it to them, you know? If they like it, great. If not, I get it, man. I'm not I'm not the same I'm not the I'm not the cup of tea for everybody. So, all right, guys, getting into the podcast episode after I've gone got done through all of that, okay? Um, so the one thing I've noticed is that salespeople are sometimes having a hard time closing customers, right? And you can use every sort of close that you can, right? And I've told you about being honest and truthful and certain certain things you should certain things certain things you should say at certain times, right? Okay. But the one thing I'm kind of I've kind of noticed, right, is two things, right? Not getting a commitment out of the customer, okay? So, you know, when you go out there and you present the pencil and the customer is telling you, you know, they're just confusing the hell out of you, right? They're, fuck, they're fucking with your brain, right? You know, my, my trade's not enough, blah, blah, blah. What they're doing is they're just kind of, I would, man, y'all might not like my language, but legitimately they're mind fucking you and you're trying to figure out how to get unfucked from it, right? So basically they're sitting there telling you, all this information, and you don't know where to go with it, right? And you've maybe been in the car business for a little bit, maybe you've been in it for a while, and, and whatever it is, maybe you're in a slump, or maybe you know you just don't know. But guys, you have to give them a clear path, right? Now, you know, uh, I don't think a sales manager go out, going out there and helping you close a customer uh, primarily makes you weak, but they do load your lips sometimes to say certain things. So guys, when you're going out there and you're going over the pencil with the customer, Isolate all the objections, right? Don't let them fuck you about with the payment or, you know, price of the vehicle or the trade. Say, hey, look, Mr. Customer, for instance, when a customer sits there and goes, you know, I, I don't want to pay that much for a vehicle. No, I completely get it, Mr. Customer. You know, this is the vehicle that you picked out. It does have the sunroof. You like the sunroof. You don't have it in your other vehicle. You know, it has the 20 inch rims that you wanted. It has the blind spot monitoring system. It has everything that you wanted on the vehicle. Now, with that being said, it comes at a price, and the manufacturer deems that the manu the manufacturer deems that the retail resell the retail sales price of this vehicle is you know fifty four thousand. Now, with that being said, they wouldn't put that price on there if it wasn't of that value. So maybe we need to sit there and look at a, mo a model that doesn't have near the equipment, but will fit within your budget. And so when you do that, you're you're taking control, okay? You know, and I'm and I'm not I'm not using that as the close, but you're taking the control over the conversation, right? You're telling them you picked this vehicle out, I didn't pick it out. You wanted these features, I gave them to you. Now it comes at this price. When they sit there and say, "Well, you know, that's 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 too expensive," well, that's the stuff you wanted, and I provided that for you. Okay, understand in the car business, you provide a service. You're not an order taker. If you were an order taker, it would be you'd get paid a lot less. Okay. If you're an order taker, go back to McDonald's, go back to Walmart, uh, and I'm not mean to knock on anybody that's ever worked at McDonald's or, or Walmart, but legitimately, you're an order taker. They give you an order, you take it, and you give them the uh, um, the solution, or you give them what they want. At this point, you're not an order taker. You know, you're you're a salesman. They wanted these features. You sold them on the vehicle that they wanted. Now it's up to them to come up to the value that they, it's for them to come up to the value that the manufacturer suggests, okay? And that's one, that's one situation. And then once they get you off of that, you know, they're sitting there and they're going all over the pencil or they're going all over the quote, you know, and my trade's worth a lot more. No, I get it, Mr. Customer, you know, 
You know, one thing I like to tell you is that we don't just take, you know, certain, well, I feel like the vehicle's worth this much. We look at all sorts of data, whether it be NADA, auction, Kelly Blue Book, we take and we combine all that data, okay? And we've been doing this for a long time, and, and, and NADA has been around for a long time, so we have a guide of what the vehicle is worth, right? So when you're saying the vehicle is worth more money, you know, what's that based off of? Because we just need to know, you know? And then on top of that, you know, comes down payment and all that stuff, you know? And so when the customer sits there, you have to isolate every objection, right? Before you go back to the sales tower. Now, I'm not telling you all this from my experience. You know, I, I still need to train my salespeople. Um, but for instance, when you go back and you have no solution, no, no objection isolated, then it becomes almost to the point where, what does the sales manager do? Do they go out there and take a turn and, per, and, and, and keep you in the, in the state that you are where you're not you know, either closing car deals or you're being, you know, we, we call it weak, but you're not being, you know, um, being able to capture the sale or ask for the business. But in, in, in all reality, that's not the case. You, you didn't isolate none of the objections, right? You let the customer sell you better on why they shouldn't buy the vehicle versus on why you should sell them the vehicle. And understand that, I'm gonna repeat myself. The customer sold you on reasons better on why they shouldn't buy the vehicle versus you not selling them on reasons why they should buy the vehicle. And that's usually what it is, a transfer in sales between the customer and the salesperson. The customer then transfers to being the salesperson and selling you on why they shouldn't buy the vehicle. And that's very key. You gotta really understand when that takes place. You have to take control and be confident in what you're saying. When you do that, I promise you, you'll sell more, you'll, you'll close more business, but you have to isolate the objection, okay? Before I go any further, guys, I'm gonna hit y'all up with a quick little commercial break. Okay, that's stupid. But I'm gonna hit you with a quick commercial break, so give me one minute. I don't know which one's gonna play, if it's gonna be Spotify or Anchor, but please just give it a quick listen.